I'm always looking for ways to be healthier and happier and to incorporate wellness into my everyday life. And that's why I was so excited to just get off a call with Jenny Bennett. Jenny is a wellness coach. She's a nurse. She's a mom. She does all of these amazing things. And she's going to be speaking at our upcoming summit in May. And we had a fantastic conversation and I won't spoil it. I'll just go ahead and let you enjoy it. So enjoy my conversation with Jenny today. And if you want to learn more about our summit, our virtual conference, it is going to be the biggest virtual conference by and for outdoor women. You can learn more by heading over to our website, hikelikeawoman.com. And we hope to see you in our summit. So Jenny, you're a nurse, you're an outdoor woman. Um, why should everyone incorporate outside time into their lifestyle um, for the health benefits? Yeah. So honestly, like being outside just kind of equates to happiness. Um, there's so many benefits to going outside. Like you're getting the sunshine, which is vitamin D. You're getting in nature. And nature itself is built to um, like literally help our physiological body feel happiness. Um, trees, when you're walking among the, among the trees, they release chemicals called um, phytocides. I always worry that I'm going to say it wrong. <laughs> um, but we actually breathe that in and it helps our body to release serotonin which is one of our happiness hormones, uh, neurotransmitters. And then that same chemical actually reduces the amount of stress hormones that we're releasing. So there's like physiological benefits that we get from being among the trees, being in nature, being outside, walking. Um, it's very holistic because we're hitting, we're being heart healthy by being physically uh, physical and active. And, um, we're hitting our emotions and mental by getting serotonin boost and dopamine. And, um, and then we are opening up ourselves for connection and reflection in our spiritual aspects. So yes, nature and, and hiking just have so many benefits to, um, our overall well-being. So you're saying if I'm feeling really sad, I should just go take a walk? Yes. 100%. <laughs> yeah. That's because that's what I do. <laughs> like that's, yeah. That's what I do when I feel depressed or overwhelmed or stressed out. Like sometimes it's hard when you're feeling overwhelmed and stressed out. It's hard to take uh, 10 minutes to go walk around the block or a half an hour to go walk around the park. Um, but I find I'm more productive even after I take those little those little breaks during the day to just go outside and get some sunshine and some fresh air. Yes. It's like a reset. Um, I, I mentioned I homeschool during the middle of the day at some point, it's like, okay, we're going for a walk. Mm -hmm. Everyone put your shoes on. We're getting out of the house. Like we're all like, it's just like for a reset. It's um, there's just, and to get those benefits for everyone. And when we come back, you are more often, yeah, in a way productive state than if you just hadn't done it. Yes, absolutely. So you're a nurse and a holistic nurse and yes. you're a homeschooling mom. Like, what are you, what, tell me about what you do and how you help people become healthier and happier. Yeah. Um, so 
I started really diving into holistic nursing about three years ago. Um, I got some taste of it in nursing school, but then, you know, graduated, got working in the hospital and it was kind of yeah. like, I yeah. forgot about it. Like it yeah. left mm-hmm. um, and then rediscovered it again a few years ago. And I've just been all in. I love how we can focus on all aspects because it's more, it's usually more than just, you know, we need to be more physical or it's usually more than just I'm anxious or all the things that it, all the systems play into each other. Mm -hmm. And taking that view really gives people an opportunity to dig more deeply, see more inside themselves. Um, Because as a holistic nurse, I believe that we hold our own wisdom and answers. We just usually need some help discovering them um, inside of ourselves. So cool. So cool. On your website, you say that you help women or people in general gain freedom from anxiety. Yeah. How, how do you do that? Um, so it's a process. Um, and we like for women, especially I give them time and space in that coaching container that Mm -hmm. they normally don't like we don't allow ourselves to have because we're like, go and get this done. And we're under, uh, you know, we have all this responsibility. So really just slowing um, clients down and allowing them just to talk about um, what it is that they're struggling with, what, um, why or how long they've had anxiety, what comes up when they feel it. And anxiety usually comes from being uh future focused. So Mm -hmm. oftentimes we're stressing about what's coming, what's going to happen. And it's a practice of bringing them back and helping them be in the moment that they're in. Because life is a matter of um, continual moments that we get to be in. So if I can help them with, and I, and we give them tools, um, so a lot of the time in when I'm working with them, it's giving them time for self-discovery, acknowledging what they are feeling and what's happening and that it's okay that they are in that spot right now and that they're going to take baby steps to move out of it and then tools to help them to be able to do that. And um, one of my favorite tools that I like to use with uh, clients when I'm working them around overwhelm or anxiety is going outside. I tell them, take your shoes off. Obviously, if your feet are going to freeze, you know, you can wear socks or something. But yeah, yeah. If, it, if it's like a nice day, take your shoes off, go outside, like touch the grass, take three deep breaths, just allow yourself to ground, slow down, let the parasympathetic nervous system kick in, which helps us to feel peaceful, which helps us to feel calm. Um, It helps slow down the sympathetic nervous system, which is what's part of our stress response. And it just kind of helps them to get back in to the moment instead of worrying about what more often than not we can't control in the future. So here's what I like about this. 
sometimes when I read stuff like, oh, go grounding, uh, it seems a little woo-woo uh-huh. by all these internet experts who are like internet influencers who are like uh, spouting all this woo-woo stuff. You're a nurse. So mm-hmm. you know the science behind the woo-woo stuff. And it's not woo-woo. It's, it's, it's legit. Well, what you're saying is legit. I'm sure there's a <laughs> lot of, there's a lot of bullshit out there, but, um, but yeah, I, I think that's like, you can back it up. Yeah. You've seen it. You've seen it transform and change people. Yeah. And still. Um, yeah. And it's fun. It's, it's fun to dig into the science and, um, the understanding of why it works. Cause, um, yeah, it's hard to sometimes get lost in the woo woo and you're like, you're like, yes. this is cool, but also what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And is it real? Yeah. Like, I feel good when I go outside. Is that real? Like, yeah, I, I, yeah that is so cool. You are, I'm excited because you're going to be presenting at our summits in May. Yes. And um, we're really excited to have you. And I just want to give people a little, like, a little dose. <laughs> some nursing language for you. Yes. A little dose of what you're going to be presenting on. So can you give us a quick little snippet, a quick little overview about your talk? Yes. So I'm going to be diving into how we can use hiking as a catalyst to transformation. And that word gets thrown around a lot, but it's basically a deeper form of, you know, things that we want to change. And hiking has definitely been a space for that for me. Um, I loved hiking. I've done it since I was a kid. I remember my parents taking me hiking and just loving it. And I lived in Utah when I was going to college. So I actually had mountains like a mile away. So I would walk to the mountains, go on the trails and go hiking. And there was just so much, um, a chance to like get away and to step away from, you know, the busyness that is life. And, and then of course, like life happened, I started working, had a family and kind of forgot about hiking. Um, And in the last couple of years, so uh, two years ago, my husband was like, I think we should hike Mount Whitney. And I was like, okay, let's do it. (laughs) And so then we started prepping and hiking one day a week. And we would basically hike all day. And I was just in heaven. Like I I, had, oh, no. I just re- remembered why I loved being in nature and having that time to connect and reflect. And just how I've seen like getting back into getting into nature and hiking the last couple of years, how it has helped me to feel grounded and transform in finding my confidence you know, out there, you know, you can do hard things. And so this speech is just going to be about how bringing, um, bringing hiking into your life can help you to make the changes that you're wanting to make in your life. It's so simple, right? Like put your shoes on, find a trail, take a walk. Yeah. It's the simplest of all forms of recreation and activity, but there's so much that we can benefit, like so much that benefits us from the simple act of spending a few hours once a week wandering down a trail. Yes, so much. It's amazing. So if you could take a hike because you like to hike, clearly, yes. with any person dead or alive, who would it be and why? 
So um, I had to think about this one for a minute. And who I came up with was Florence Nightingale. So if you don't know who she is, she's um, one of the first nurses. Like we call her the mother of nursing. Mm -hmm. And what I love about her is she was very about the environment. Like she believed in taking her patients outside to breathe fresh air, to get sunlight. And she was the first to start practicing um, washing our hands for germ theory. She's, mm-hmm. She saw that when people were going to patient to patient, it was like the the patient three row, you know, down were getting what the first one had. You know, they were yep. carrying germs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and so I think it would just be a fun time to go on a hike with her and to listen to her talk about what nursing used to be and to get her opinion on what she thinks about nursing now and where we're at. And um, I think it would just be a fun hike. Yes, it would. I, I'm also a Florence Nightingale fan. She has a quote uh, somewhere and I don't, I don't even know what it is, but something about a dark house is a sick house. And if mm-hmm. you want to be healthy, you open the windows and open the curtains and let the light in. It's like she understood this, that vitamin D was so important to us. And I, um, I had cancer and I, when I was going through chemotherapy, there was one chemo room that I hated because it didn't have it like the window stared out at another brick building, mm-hmm. but there was one chemo room that I loved because there uh, right outside the window was this big, big tree. And so I was able to look out as I was getting my infusions and not feeling very good and see this big tree. And I was like, oh man, in every single chemo room, there needs to be like floor to ceiling <laughs> windows. So everyone can look out and see a big, beautiful tree. Cause I, I agree that that nature connection and Florence Nightingale, yeah. Germs, letting the light in cleanliness, recognizing that we need to get outside. And yeah, I think maybe, maybe some modern medical pr- practitioners should go back and learn a little bit about Florence. Yes. Yes. I agree. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she is cool. Um, you, you hike, you hike with your, how many kids do you have? I have three kids. Three kids. How old are they? So a 12, a nine and a six year old. I have a 12 and a 10 year old. Boys, okay. girls? Uh, two boys, the girls in the middle. Oh, she is going to be well rounded with those brothers. right between her. <laughs> Yes, she um, is. You and you hike a lot with your family. So yeah. when you're out there on the trails with your kids, what is one thing that's always in your backpack? Like what um, is your number one essential item? Yes. Um, usually it's hand sanitizer and moist wipes. Um, and <laughs> the moist wipes are almost for me more than them. Um, <laughs> especially if we're doing like an overnight hike, I just like being able to clean up. And it's so funny because I'm like, this is weight. It's extra weight. I know it is. And I have to pack it out, but I'm just more comfortable if I get to clean up before I go to bed. <laughs> I'm the same way. Yeah. I don't want to get in my clean sleeping bag all dirty and gross. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, I think my technical answer should be, you know, my water filter <laughs> because we've that saved us many times. But um, yeah, it's the moist wipes are the, the must uh, take. <laughs> 
I love it. I love it. No judgment. No judgment for me. Right? <laughs> Florence would want you to wash your hands before exactly. You're a matter of, of public public health. Yes. One hundred percent. Um, you know, when we go hiking a lot, we talk about what we put in our first aid kit. Like, what are some of the things we put in our first aid? You know, the bandits, the yes. AE strap, the whatever, whatever, all the things. The moleskin. <laughs> yeah, right. Of course, that keep us like healthy on the trail. But coming from this holistic nurse perspective, where you're looking at the whole person, not just like not just their physical health. Like, let's be honest, a lot of this is mental health too. But you're looking at this whole this whole person approach. Yeah. What are the <laughs> things that we could put in our self-care first aid kit? Um, one of my favorite things to take with me on hikes, um, again, it's weight, but I say it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. Is a notepad and pen. Um, I love to be able to write and journal. Um, practice gratitude when I'm out um, in the middle of nowhere. There's something really sacred mm-hmm. about having that quiet. Like there's just that that quiet and you hear the birds singing. And um, on a recent trail that we were on, there were cows everywhere. So we heard the cows mooing or yeah. um, or the water. I love being by a creek and just hearing the water babble. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like really soaking in the sounds and writing, um, I don't know, it might be about our experience that we're having, or I feel like I've stepped away from a struggle that I'm in the midst of, and I can look at it from a different perspective and write, write that out and where I'm coming from and maybe where I want to be and approaching it when I go back to real life. and. um so that's one of my favorite things. When we get to the top of the mountain, I can, you know, share what I'm feeling and how, you know, I might be tired and my muscles are sore, but I feel exuberant to be there and that I did it and that it's just one more uh, reminder that I can do hard things. So I really love to have a journal there to to write some thoughts on. I I was... I, I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of journaling and I have been since high school. And I, I went through some of my old journals uh, from high school and from college. And um, so I feel like when you're, when you're writing your thoughts out on the trail, in a way you're writing a note to your future self, who's going to read that and to your children who might read that after your past and to your grandchildren and your great grandchildren, it's like this it's this collection of stories that are the real you because you wrote them. And then it's even more impactful because you're writing them when you're experiencing these things right there in the moment. So that's, yeah. that's so powerful. And yeah, I think everybody should always hike with a journal. Yeah. I th- and some, sometimes I don't even, I don't, I, sometimes I just talk into the voice notes on my phone if I've forgotten Ooh. my journal too. So then I don't have to carry a journal, but sometimes I'll just type, talk them into my phone and then transcribe them when I get home. And that's also kind of another thing for people who might want a journal, but don't want to carry a, a journal too. Oh, I love that. I hadn't thought of that. That's a good idea. Cause I mean, we always have our phone, whether we're out in the middle of nowhere or not. <laughs> I know. I know. Just can't, just can't disconnect from it. I try yeah. that. We all try. try. 
Like, yeah. you know, it's like it's on plane mode. It's not, it's mostly, well, I was really grateful for it on one of our last hikes because I had to use the compass on it and it, it went, it helped us find our way. So there, it does have its benefits yeah. the whole GPS. If yeah. you have, um, we used it, uh, what are those called? The, you know, the little GPS, uh, Garmin things uh, yeah. that, yeah. Like so, an in-reach or... An in-reach. That's what it yeah. is. Yes. Yeah. Um, because we, the trail completely disappeared and we just knew we needed to go this general direction. So we just used the compass and followed it that way. And finally we found the trail and we knew where we were, where we needed to go back to when we had to go back <laughs> because of the GPS. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love, I love that. It's like technology is great. It has a place in our modern society, but. Like getting us when it, helping us when when we when we lose the trail for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, Jenny, it's been a delight getting to know you. Where can we go to learn more about who you are and what you do? Yes. Um. So I can be reached at um, info at reachyourwellness.com for email, and then I'm on socials. I am Jenny C Bennett on Facebook and Jenny B on Instagram. And I have a website. It's uh, reachyourwellness.my.canva.site. Um, if you want to see more of what I do, um, I also am a yoga instructor. So I, I actually like to teach that um, outside and be in the park as well. So um, lot, lots to, to see there. That's so neat. Just incorporating it all. Yeah. Doing all the things. Yes. Oh, and... Um, I have a group. Sorry, I almost forgot. I have a group, um, Gratitude Beyond November. Um, I started it at the beginning of November uh, Mm -hmm. this year, and I've just loved it. I've loved that this group is sharing gratitude with each other and ways to practice gratitude. And so I'm changing it uh, so that we uh, continue with gratitude just beyond that month. I mean, I could go on about gratitude because I've been kind of deep, uh, diving yeah. deep in it, but um, it really helps change the way that we approach things too. Like I, I have seen differences in making it a um, constant practice. Oh, that's powerful. Isn't she great? She's so cool. So, so, so cool. And if you enjoyed my conversation with Jenny today, you're really going to enjoy what she has to say during our virtual conference, the Hike Like a Woman Summit coming at you in May 2024. If you want to learn more about the summit, want to learn how to register, want to learn more about all of our other speakers, just want to know the details on the summit, head on over to our website, hikelikewoman.com, click that tab that says summit, and we will see you in our conference.